Hello, fitness freaks. This is Eric Feigl, and this is my first episode on Fitness Candor. What is Fitness Candor, you're asking? Fitness Candor is fitness truth. Candor means truth, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. There's a lot of different things out in the media, whether it's print, it's on Facebook, it's in magazines, and um, some of it's great, some of it's not so great. I kind of want to get into it and talk uh, a little bit about what you should really try to follow. And we're going to have different guests on. My first guest today is uh, Joel Wainscott. He is the owner of Mission 5 Fitness. So we'll kind of dive into his principles and his philosophies pretty soon. But uh, if you want to learn more about me, if you're asking yourself, well, why should I listen to you, Eric Feigl, who are you? Just uh, check out ericfeigl.com and you can learn more about me there. Um, Joel Wainscott is one of my really good friends and uh, as well as colleague. We both work together at Mission 5. He is the owner. I'm one of uh, the trainers there. We have, what, nine nine trainers? Yeah, there's nine of us now, yep. Nine trainers do about 1,800 to 2,000 appointments a month, roughly, something like roughly, that. Roughly, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're for, for a studio of our size, uh, we're, we're very, very busy. We um, help clients from, I mean, as young as 16 all the way to yeah. 80s, 80s, yeah. So... <clears throat> Every health level in between, whether you're a weekend warrior all the way to someone who has a double hip replacement, um, or sometimes even worse. So we, we try to help and be as useful as possible. We're, we're a tool in somebody's tool belt to fitness, I like to say, to wellness. So it's just one way you can use people is by uh, uh, using a personal trainer. And I met Joel. I moved to Cincinnati about five years ago, and I was working in corporate wellness for a company called Corporate Fitness Works. And I've always had a passion for personal training. We didn't do a whole lot of it there. And I went on a run one day, which if you, if you know me now, I don't care for running at all. So I don't know, almost five years ago, it's kind of funny. Went for a run and I ran by this uh, condo complex. And I noticed uh, this big sign on a window that said the workout at Adam's Landing. And so I was like, wow, you know, I've been looking for a place to kind of do some part-time personal training. Let's go check it out. I walk in and it's it's a, a smaller smaller room with all hammer strength equipment, all, almost all plate loaded, right? And I remember distinctly, distinctly, I walk in and I see Joel is in the back corner training Stephen Darren. Yeah. I, I remember that right off the top of my head. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm Eric, and he, he was directing traffic here to people everywhere. And, uh, and I'm a personal trainer. I kind of want to get more information. He said, leave me, leave me your card. He calls me back like the next day. We talk. I kind of share my philosophy. It seemed to mesh a little more uh, than other personal trainers I've talked to. You hear a lot of people talk about like functional fitness. We'll get to that later. But uh, we both shared a very common um, philosophy, right. which was good. And uh, from there, we... What year was that? Uh, two... Well, spring of 05, we, I opened, we opened that. Um, so that was... I mean, it's, it, it, couple, couple, it was in September or yeah. October or something like yeah. that. I was only there for a couple of months. I had about two clients, and then we, and then we we took off to uh, Mission Five. And so, what? Tell me a little bit about before we dive into Mission Five. Right. Tell me a little bit about your background. What um, led you get into fitness? As Eric said, I'm uh, my name is Joel Wainscott. I was born and raised uh, on the west side of Cincinnati. Let's go. And uh, I, I started when I was about 13 working with a guy by the name of Randy Burney. And he had a place called Brickwise. And uh, it was interesting. He would train uh, you how to train so that you could train other athletes. 
So you come in for a workout and you know an athlete would train you and then you would turn around and train another athlete. Um, so that's where I really got to know a lot about manual resistance uh, through Randy and uh, was able to spend a lot of time there. Every time I went, I felt like I was there because I was there for about three hours at a time. <laughs> I trained, somebody trained me, and then I trained two or three people, and I loved every second of it. Um, so after that, I uh, we played high school f- uh, football and high school basketball and continued my football career at Moorhead State University. Got my degree in exercise science. Um, I had a job lined up um, right out of school with the Health and Wellness Recreation Center called Silver Lake Family Rec and Fitness. Went for an interview, got the job, got a call the next day um, from one of my buddies named uh, Ben James who worked with a guy named Dr. Ted Lambranitas. He said, go meet Dr. Ted. Uh, he's doing some things with some facilities. And so I went over there and uh, here's me thinking I know everything. And after meeting <laughs> him, I didn't know anything at all, even coming out of school. And uh, he said, well, I got you know position open. You can help me. We're gonna set up these two facilities, um, and I'll you know I'll, I'll pay you to help me do that and help me train my clients. And so I called that uh, Silver Lake Family Rec and Fitness. Said I'm not coming. I was supposed <laughs> to be there on Monday, and I didn't show up. I called them and let them know I wasn't going to be there. And I started with Ted, and that was a single best decision to date, other than getting married and having kids, that uh, I have made in my life so far. For your for your career, that for was. my career. Yes, it awesome. was. Uh, Dr. Ted Lamernitas is one of the uh, most respected people in the field. Uh, he's been all over the country um, consulting, and he's had strength coach at the University of Kentucky and so forth and so on. But So I owe a, uh, a lot to him and his knowledge because you know, he was willing to work with me for quite some time. And, and uh, in the spring of 2005, we opened up the workout at Adams Landing, and then we opened up... Uh, um, ASAP athletic strength and power at um, in Covington. Since then, they've uh, transitioned and been sold. But uh, those were two places where you trained athletes, high school, college guys, and uh, guys getting ready for the NFL, in a uh, warehouse style facility, all hammer strength, and it was an awesome place to train. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't want to interrupt you, but going back to what you said about coming out of college and realizing yeah. you don't know anything. Oh yeah. I think that's one big thing that people going into the industry. You, everything is so by the book when you're in college, when you're in school so by the book then when you get out you realize that some of the stuff is useful some of it a, very, right. a fraction of it I, I mean very small when you when you agree yeah absolutely I mean this stuff this business <laughs> personal training is all about uh, how you communicate with different kinds of people yeah and um Knowing what you're doing is super important to gain respect uh, from other people, right? Uh, other people in the industry, but also that you're doing your client uh, the right way. You know that you're right. yep. you're respectful uh, to their needs versus just throwing some stuff out there that makes no sense at all. Right. Um, and I didn't know anything about training <laughs> anybody, and you know, Ted, uh, Doctor Ted, put a uh, very the way he trains is very basic and and to the point style that makes perfect sense to me. And um, I hope that I, I'm doing it justice today because um, oh, it's super uh, simple. It takes all the bull crap out of it. Yeah. And uh, it's proven principles of 
of health and wellness. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get into more of that. Yeah, we'll yeah, we will. About that, but. Um, so going on to, you said, going on to uh, to Mission 5. Yeah, so um, we had a business um, opportunity arise um, down the street a little bit, and Teddy had since gone off, and he was a head strength, or the strength coach, or assistant strength coach for uh, the University of Kentucky. So we kind of went our separate ways, um, uh, and I opened a Mission 5 Fitness, and people say all the time, what does the 5 stand for? <laughs> The five stands for the uh, five principles of physical health and well-being. Muscular strength, muscular endurance, body composition, cardiovascular endurance, and flexibility. And so we, you know, pillar that, our business on those, on those five pillars. Um, and that's why it's called Mission 5. I didn't want to name it Wayne Scott Personal Training because I want everyone that works here to have a, uh, have pride in the name and, and you The sense of ownership, the right? The, the sense, sense of, of ownership. ownership, yeah. You come in, it's not like, oh, it's you know, Wayne. There he is over there in the corner, right. watching over everybody. Um, there's a, it's a business model that I haven't seen before. Um, usually, a you know, a gym owner will have employees and you know, trainers that train people. Um, but we like to do things a little different. We push the brand as a team. Right. That's the most pushing the brand as a team, and we pride ourselves on business ethics mm-hmm. and professionalism. Yeah, so and. When we say push, it's not like, um, you know, pushing something onto a person. It's it's representing. Yeah, it's we're rep- representing, representing that that brand and what those five pillars mean. And if you're part of that team, then you, you know, you're you're doing something right. Right. I think. And it's a, it's you know it's a kind of has been an easy thing to do as far as uh, representing or putting out a good brand um, when it comes to private training facilities because they are a ton of bad and unprofessional oh, yeah. and unethical trainers. Right, there are. And so when we, when I said we're going to build a team and, and everything's going to be ethical and professional, we're not going to prescribe diets because we don't have a dietitian. We're not dietitians. Right. Uh, you know, we're uh, exercise specialists, and that's what we do. Um, so I think that has really helped us get to the numbers that we're doing our month is just being totally... Uh, professional and uh, ethical and taking it to the next step when you talk about personal training it's super personal yeah it is. like you're talking about Stephen Darren well those two clients that I had back in Springerville 5 I still have to this date and that's about 90% of my clientele has been with me for that long or longer right yeah I mean, I mean we don't have about 10 years so yeah uh, I had my first client I ever have I still train her today and she's working just as hard yeah um, to me personal training is not about um a three-month um, training, right? Like where there's a start and end. I want to train people in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, or 60s. I want to train them through their life, allow them to live the longest, healthiest life they can possibly live. Yeah, you should. It should be a part of. It's not a short-term thing where it's like, right. okay, we have the next three months to get this work in. This is something that affects you forever. Right. Forever. And it's uh, and I think that sets us apart. I think that says it's a part so too. Any, yeah. Else. yeah, I think so too. It's a, it's, you saying that makes me think about, you know, when somebody comes into me and they they ask me, well, I want to get in this kind of shape. I'll just tell them like, look, here's what I do. I'm not a miracle worker. Right. I'm not a babysitter. And I'm not a drill sergeant. You know, and you know maybe when you get into it, you kind of find out that maybe you're a little bit, <laughs> try to be a little bit of everything. But uh, one thing you can't be is a miracle worker. And if you, if you're a professional in the business, you have to understand that. Or tell people that it this is what this is what I do, 
you know. And if you feed them a bunch of bull crap in this industry, it's gonna show through. Right, it's gonna show. Eventually, eventually it's gonna pop through. And they'll they'll look down and realize, oh, I don't have Brad Pitt abs or you know something like that. No, that's not what we do. If that's what you want to do, then here's somebody to talk to you to go do that. You know, if if you want to stay healthy, uh, stay lean, stay uh, flexible. All the things that Mission Five Fitness stands for, mm-hmm. then you're in the right place. Right. This is a it's a lifelong process. Right. So when I tell people all the time, and new trainers come in, they're like, "Well, uh, I teach people how to work out." And I said, "Well, if you do that, they won't they won't need you. They'll just go work out themselves." Absolutely not. Cause there's no way that uh, Eric can train himself harder than I can train, him, and vice versa. Right. You can always get that last extra rep out. Yeah. Um, so it goes beyond just, uh, uh, I'll teach a client anything they want to know because maybe they come in and they can't afford it right now. Yeah. Maybe in two years they get a different job and they're like, that Joel is really good. I wish I could afford it back then. Now I can. Right. I want to come back and see it. And that happens all the time. It does, right. All the time. They take the knowledge right. that you gave them so they're able to go out and effectively train themselves. Right. Even if, Maybe it won't be as hard, but it'll definitely be safe and it'll be efficient. If, yeah, safe, efficient, effective, and uh, and they'll always come back. They'll always come back because they learn that because it makes sense. And so I'm not afraid to teach any client anything. Yeah. In fact, I make it a point to teach them exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it shows that you know I, I know what I'm doing. I have knowledge. I studied this. I've worked with tons of different people with injuries, and yep. so it's. Uh, and there's a purpose to it. It's not yeah. ra- nothing's randomized. I and mean, you and I have both said this many times. There's a purpose behind this. Right. This is. It's not made up. You know, somebody says, well, what, what are we going to do next? Well, here's what we're going to go do. Right. Here's, what we're, here's the next exercise. And this is this why. This is why. Yeah, not exactly. Just random acts of movement. Right. Um, not to get on a CrossFit. Well, it's not. We will, I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> I'm saving that stuff for later down, <laughs> down the road. But, no, I that's, I mean, essentially that that's it. And that's what I think when we first met, that's what really was a connecting force. And everybody that comes in the door that, that trains at Mission 5, we all have that in common. You look around, people don't do the, we're not saying this exact same workout. It's not. There are basic principles that we stick to. We may, we may change them from person to person. Um, Not the principles, but the exercises. Right. But the basic principles always remain the same. Absolutely. I mean, I have people that can't do certain things for whatever reason. Well, I'll keep them on the same kind of plan, working the rehab kind of exercises. Yeah. You know, there's a gap there. There's like, they had a surgery and there's a uh, they go to rehab for so long but they're not and they get better but they're not as strong as they need to be yeah or can be so there's that uh, post rehab gap that we want to fill yep and we fill it with correct safe and sound uh, movements yeah applied uh, principles that they should be doing and I think that's but it's hard to find uh, trainers that know or or wanting to work with people like that. That's maybe. true. Yeah. Um, I work with anybody. I really will. I can work, I work with an athlete. I work with an 80 year old person. Uh, and I think it's easier to do that when you have those kind of principles. And no matter, no matter who walks in the door, you know you can work with them. Yeah. yeah. Rather than somebody who who just who doesn't have that that knowledge and that background, that passion of of keeping things in within those basic principles. Somebody walks in the door and they have, I don't know, let's just pick a, um, you just had knee surgery or something. Something as simple as that. Or maybe they've had knee surgery and it's messed up somehow. Or they need to have knee surgery down the road. Right. 
And they're like, well, like, what do you mean? We can't do burpees? What do you mean? We can't? Well, it, they're not going to know how to handle that person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we, uh, it's interesting how many different people come up with a different problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's tons. And it's not because of uh, anything we're doing in the gym. Um, it could be because they sit at a desk for yep. however many hours a day. Yeah. You know, they in the fetal position most of their life. They sleep on their side. Sleep, they sit in get the car. Up, you, uh, yep. you go to lunch. You come back. You sit on the TV. You sit at your desk all day. This might be the, the it might be the only hour or two hours through the whole week. Right. So it's uh, it's super important to, to know exactly how to. Uh, deal with somebody you take even take it a step further somebody's coming out of you know uh, surgery they're in rehab i will get their um <clears throat> a therapist number yeah and i will i will talk to that person we build a plan together yeah this is what they've been doing yep and i'll ask okay this is where i think they need to be able to do or be, need to be able to go and uh, we work a plan together with their physical therapist. Yep. Isn't and it? And what, what's the look on people's faces? Aren't they surprised when they're like, oh, your person? When you say, I, I told the same people, hey, tell your chiropractor, doctor, whoever, to get a hold of me or give me their information. I'll contact them and tell them exactly what we're doing. Right. And they're like, oh, you will? Oh, okay, great. But yeah, don't. Yeah, let, let, let us. Yeah, they, they are surprised. It, it's, and it's sad that that's a surprise. Yeah, it, it, is, it is sad. I mean, people hire these, you know, hire trainers at 60 to 65 dollars an hour and you know they get their money and they're out the door and that's, that's it. it that's it i've been constantly trying to work around certain issues everybody 90 percent people have issues yeah i mean they just do they have to yeah that's absolutely and i think that's what sets us apart and coming into that um and that's transferred though from the workout to here i mean that's part of that, that transfer right like that's that was yeah, I mean, that was just, those are things that are instilled in me through the people that I've worked, the great mentors that I had in the yeah. past. You know, I would see him do that, and I was like, that was super smart. Like, yeah. <laughs> why don't, I should do that. And I just carried over, and then it carries over to the uh, the team we have today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. And we help each other with that, you know. I'm, oh, yeah. yeah I have a, somebody that has a shoulder impingement, and I'm working with, uh, you know, working through the rehab that they're supposed to do on their own, and while they're here, we'll do that to make sure at least, yep, at least they're doing it once or twice a week. At least that one time. Because you tell not, them, hey, when you're coming in, not doing it on their own. Yeah, when you come in, you're gonna, you're doing it. Bring us your papers. Right. I'm gonna make a copy of them, and we're gonna do those. You know, and you ask them, have you done these the rest of the week? No. Well, good. At least you're done. You've done them twice. Go home and do them again tonight. Hopefully they do. Right. Yeah. I had a li- I have a little different uh, background uh, than you coming out of college. I went in when I got into college. I wanted to be a teacher first. I'm not sure if you had a different path, but I wanted to be a teacher, and then uh, I, I realized that I didn't want to go keep going back to school every day for, for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> like I didn't want to make you know uh, curriculums and all that kind of stuff. So then I thought, well, I, you know, I was always in athletics, always active. So well, let's I'm going to go into um, athletic training and see what that's about and then after about i don't know a hundred or so hours of wrapping football players feet no offense <laughs> i i decided this i don't think this is right for me but i was getting into a, a, a good direction because i was around active people people who had injuries people who didn't have injuries and so i leaned towards the exercise science side and that was a really broad side and a lot yeah. of people that super broad right a lot of people that I was in, that I went to school with, 
they all lean more towards a, um, um, a getting into the hospital and into rehab, those, those kind of things, which is, yeah, like that, the yeah. cardiac rehab side, which is really good. And they, people, we need that, but it wasn't really my, what I wanted to, to be into. So we're, you know, I went from undergrad, graduated exercise science, and then I went back to kinesiology for my master's, which putting, putting them both together, I think from the exercise prescription standpoint of exercise science and understanding really how the body moves and how it works and how it should work, you know, putting those together really made sense to me. Right. And while I was doing um, some training in undergrad and all the way through grad school and into now, and you pick up things along the way, and then that's when you really start to develop and mold your your principles. And all of a sudden, something may click, and you may you may figure it out. Not that we have it figured out, because you learn something new every day, but things start to make more sense in how how uh, people should be treated and people should be trained. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I did one of my internships with athletic training, which I loved because it allowed me to build the skills to rehab people yeah. in the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes safe sense. Safe and yeah. effective progressions of rehab that we learned in athletic training that I could take to, you know, the general public. Yeah. Um, they're, they're very similar. And then I did the cardiac rehab. I knew right away within the first week that that was not for me. Yeah, that's slow pace. To- it's a totally... You can't even compare the two, really. Right. You can't. You have to have a very laid back, I think, maybe personality and kind of move really slow. And Yeah. You know, I like to kind of hop to different things here right. and there, you know. So, so yeah. that wasn't for me. Is The training is, is my passion. I love every every day I come in, it doesn't feel like work, which is, yeah. which is awesome. That, that is. I think that, that hopefully everybody else can find something like that. They, they come in and yeah. we were just talking to somebody today this is a little off topic but talking to somebody today and he was saying you know I, I complain a lot about my job but I work from home and I you know I I have it pretty good I get to work when I, I'm in shorts and I get to you know watch TV if I want to I take a break when I want to and he said something about um, you know I bet you I bet you get upset when someone doesn't show up for an appointment and I was like yeah yeah it's a bummer because someone doesn't show up for an appointment but at the same time like I have a super low stress job. I literally dress in gym clothes. Right. <laughs> I do what I love. I help people. Like we make an impact every day. We probably don't think about it, and I'm not tooting our horns, but we really do. We make an impact every day. Not only physical, but emotionally. It's a it's a good place to be. I mean, I don't, what what is there to what is there to dislike? I nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, other than you know, I leave the house at uh, okay, yeah, four fifteen in the morning. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> Uh, every day, yeah, and then I get home at uh, seven thirty. Yeah, two young kids at home, so that kind of changes. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> you know how the hours look. They they look a lot, uh, I guess, longer. You say, you know, that's true. I mean? it's yeah, like, I don't, true. I'll see them in the morning. I don't see them at night. Um, this business, uh, especially owning somebody, you have to have a huge support system at home yeah. to make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have to believe in the same thing you believe in, just as. Uh, people that work with you have to believe in the same thing you believe in. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But, you know what, if, if there might be a client that I can't stand to train for whatever reason, yeah. you don't mesh well, um, really only got to see them twice a week. Yeah. And you're <laughs> yeah. still helping them. Right. And no matter it's what. Not like a, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm here to provide a service. So yep. I'm going to provide the best service that I possibly can for whoever wants it. 
Yeah, and that's you know I mean? that, and that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that people say, um, man, you get up at four o'clock. Oh, I guess you probably get used to it. And I'll say, yeah, but four a.m. <laughs> is four a.m. I don't care. You can cut. You can go to bed at eight o'clock and get eight hours of sleep, but you wake up at four a.m. and there's nobody out but you and a handful of people. Yeah. It's early. <laughs> it's early. But if that's the only thing, we, we you know we got it pretty good. Um, what transitioning from you know what mission five is today what uh what are some of your visions i know i know you're we're always talking with the team about where you want to where you see mission five going but it's not only your vision because you're you encompass everybody uh yeah i mean i want i'd like mission five to be bigger in the sense that we have the availability space-wise yeah where that's a different or another location or a different location but the, the availability space-wise to bring on um, interns, uh, people coming out of school that want to learn how we do business, and you know bring people like that on as a team member, uh, the same that have the same vision because they learn the vision or they learn the, the the ways to be successful through a great team at Mission Five. Yeah. So I want to expand that somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, yeah, we grow a business that way, but more importantly, it's it's putting uh, the negative, which there, I think there can be a negative connotation of the, of the phrase personal trainer. Yes. And yeah, put, spinning is. a positive light on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'd be honest with you, I'd rather be called, you know, uh, a gym owner than a personal trainer because personal trainers, have, they can have that negative connotation just because there's so many uh, bad ones out there. There are. And it's you know I mean? a, and it, yeah, absolutely. And it's unfortunate that we have, and I, maybe there are other industries like this, but there's very, very few that somebody who is very unqualified who maybe work out and they enjoy working out and they want to make a switch to become a personal trainer when they have no practical knowledge of, of, of how to work with people. Right. And, the next day, that person can show up and be your personal trainer. Yeah, this is it's just it's a scary thought. You might just be coming off some sort of injury. Yeah. But so the I mean, to get back to the question you had, the the vision of Mission Five is to expand in either one location or multiple locations, um, if it, if everything makes sense mm-hmm. uh, financially, uh, to help grow business that way. To allow trainers, uh, this is the most important thing. To allow trainers uh, that are part of the Mission Five team. Uh, so they can earn enough money to do it as a career, and yeah. not just a side job. Um, it's hard to find, I think, places that offer the ability for someone to support a family yeah. on their training um, versus just doing it as you know a side job, well, make a few extra bucks. Right. Uh, so I have nothing against that either. If they're you know well qualified, they put their time into study, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, preferably somebody who went to you know school or. At least got ACSM certification. Yeah, at least certification. You have put their put their time in to learn how to properly yeah, instruct you, someone. I mean, that, and that's, even then they might not know when they come yeah. out, but they would yeah. know like um, some of the risk factors or some of the uh, contraindications, right? You know, stuff like that. The basics of I expect what's expect them to know. Yeah, uh, but how to maybe communicate with people and teach. Uh, different movements uh, safely and effectively. Yep. I'm not worried about that because I feel like I can do that. Yeah. You know, what I mean, to a certain extent. Oh yeah. They yeah. get it or they don't get it, but I feel like I can. We can train people um, and train trainers coming in to be able to 
kind of this is how a workout should look like this right. is the intensity level this person should be at right uh, we need to back it off a little bit like be help them recognize the signs of that yeah um, I think that's a hard thing a new trainer coming out they smoke somebody and yeah yeah right off the feel bat like they have something to prove versus uh, progressing them over time right it doesn't have to be next week next month or next year it's progression over the time All right yeah. um, so that's that's huge and I going back to you know the, the people who who enjoy working out and get into to fitness and if they're if they are willing people do that I'm sure there are people who have who are making this up completely. There might not be anybody out there like this, but who is a CEO of a company who sells, I don't know, anything, chairs. And all of a sudden one day they're like, you know what, I've always liked farming. I, I enjoy corn. I'm going to go be a farmer, you know. If that person puts their time in and learns from people who have also put their time in to, to learn how to properly do it, all for it. Yeah, good. All, all good for it, absolutely. But if they're, if there's if there's somebody who who isn't willing to do that and uh, is out there, like you said, to prove something, and they only know one thing is just to beat somebody into the ground, that's that's a problem. And there are, and that's where there are so many trainers out there that. Yeah, this the, um, yeah, it's like they have something to prove. Or, yeah. Um, so we like to curb that a little bit and, and, and help them realize. Uh, when to motivate and when to back off and when to guide somebody through a workout versus, you know, just run them somebody through a workout. Yep, you exactly. Know, you kind of lead them and guide them through it. Yep. Um, and take them just a little bit farther than they want to go. Yep. Um, and that's it. You know what I mean? You don't have to, don't mm -hmm. take them a mile farther than they want to go. Right. Take them <laughs> 10 feet. Yeah. And then next time, take them 12 feet farther than they want to go. Yep. Um, so that's kind of, I mean that's the way I think about it. Yeah, that seems pretty practical to me, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. You'd be surprised. Um, yeah. So it, in terms of you know the vision for Mission Five Fitness, I think when we're talking about other places where trainers go, you know they they get into this big mix of well, here is here's the gym where you get to train. Uh, good luck finding clients. You're on your own, and that's some, that's somewhere also where where we separate. And I think that makes it easier for a new trainer in the business to to come in and they feel a part they feel a part of something you know they, yeah. they, they're not they don't have to of course they have to you know they're gonna have to work they gotta put in hours be here when they don't want to be all the time you know work late get here early for one or two appointments but this is a place where you can come and you can grow and there are people here that are going to help you you know, if, if I can't take somebody, if I can't, I don't, I'm not going to say, sorry, I, sorry about that. I, I can't take you. See ya. No, I want them to stay in Mission 5 Fitness for a couple of reasons. Number one is I know the people here are going to take care of them. They're going to go through a good workout. They're going to be safe. And it, it's going to be a long-term relationship for Mission 5 Fitness. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate, um, goal or vision that we ha that we want you know what yeah. I mean yeah and uh, some people get it and we've had trainers who don't get it because a lot of them come from a commercial setting like a commercial right. gym where uh, you know client or a, a gym member comes up to the front desk says I'm interested in a personal trainer and they just pick one and one goes you know 
Uh, it seems like it's almost a battle between trainers who can get the most clients. Well, here it's it's there's no battle. It's all it's all helping each other yeah. become busy and do his career. Why? Because we had the same principles, uh, we had the same vision of where we want to go. But more importantly, I don't want to wake up every day and feel like I'm battling somebody, a colleague of mine. Good point. Yeah. I want to wake up and enjoy my life and enjoy my work. Yeah. And uh, when we have trainers that you know don't fit that image, I don't enjoy work and I don't enjoy coming in. So um, that, yeah, I like that... to uh, thankful enough that we have the ability now to pick and choose who we want and who we don't want. Right. Um, versus before when you know, you're trying to build business, you take any trainer they would. Now it's you know, totally it flip model. Now we get to pick and choose who we want as a team yep. um, to expand business and, and offer opportunities for other trainers to work here. But um, it's, it's just so much less stress having to deal with um, people who maybe aren't ethical or, or moral or don't show up on time or because when they don't show up on time for their clients, whether that person brought them in or not, right. just they're reflecting the whole brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that goes for other for other, you know, gym owners too. Hopefully those people will listen to this podcast and, and maybe they think about it like, holy cow, I never thought about that because it's their client. Yeah. It's not only their client. It doesn't matter if Wayne Scott was on the door or it's Mission 5 Fitness or Eric Feigl, whatever it is. You walk in that door and your trainer doesn't show up, probably not going to say you know, trainer X didn't show up today. Like, no, that trainer over at, you know, yeah. Joel Wayne Scott or Eric Feigl Fitness didn't show up today. Right. And that's... It's a reflection on everybody. Yep. And uh, that reflection affects everyone's income. Yeah, 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 you exactly. I mean? So... Livelihood. No wonder that you know, when trainers do that here at Mission 5 or have done that in the past, they kind of put themselves on the island. Yeah, that's Where true. someone makes things uncomfortable with the other trainers. And it's not like we have, you know, big disputes all the time. We don't. It's just... The other trainers, not just the gym owner, the other trainers, like, there's hey, definitely man, bull crap. Yeah. Like, you need to be here, show up on time for your clients. There's definitely a separate, a gap. Yeah. There's definitely a gap. And then we, you know, the ones, you know, ones that can mend that gap and come back together, they get, like, kind of back on the same page. But, yeah. You know, we have some stray before and just kind of want to bring them back. Hey, that's not professional. That's not ethical. Yeah. Let's talk about this so that you don't reflect me in a bad way or reflect the whole brand in a bad way. Yeah. So. It's yep. an interesting business model, man. There's really, something to be said for that. There really is. It's an interesting business model that not too many people... I don't think you'll find it at least close to us. I mean, there, yeah. there, are, there are some very good trainers. Since I have a lot of trainers, it's a pretty big personal training town. It's huge. It's, yeah. Don't you think? I mean, I, I look yeah, at it. Yeah, but like, I'm with the Denver, and that seemed just wor- like worse. And I say worse, not worse, but... Uh, there's a lot more of these like little pockets of neighborhood gyms oh, really? versus big commercial space. And they had oh, their wow. big commercial things, but it was like, um, it was like this. But Denver's a huge, yeah. You know, it's like one of the healthiest cities in the, in the country. But yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, see, I don't, I don't know if it's just because we're so embedded in the field. That it yeah, seems maybe like that's that to us. yeah, maybe that's it. But, uh, maybe that is it. That's a good question. I haven't really done a whole lot of research on. I, ha- I have either. I'm just talking out my butt. Really, I'm just throwing, <laughs> throwing that out there. Um, well, I, I wanted to keep the podcast around 30 to 45 minutes and, you know, so this is the first one. I think we got a lot of a good quality stuff and I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know you have a busy schedule. So what, what's, what's the rest of your day look like? What are you, what are you heading to next? What are you uh, going on today? I got a meeting with the dietitian. Oh, awesome. Today, and I got a, That's cool. six more appointments tonight. So. Awesome. Right on. Right I'll on, man. Tomorrow. I think, um, 
I think for for people out there who are listening, hopefully this gives you a little bit of, of taste of of what we want want to accomplish uh, going forward with this uh, podcast and you know bringing more truth to it than anything. I just want to be open and honest about the field. Um, I'm working on a logo or like a, a tagline. All right, so the one I came up with <laughs> right now is no no fluff, no frills, no pills. But I, I didn't <laughs> – maybe, I don't know. You know, pill, like popping pills, like steroids, I don't know. But that's <laughs> – so if anybody out there listening, you know, has a, a good tagline, let me know. I'll give you credit for it, but that's what I'm looking for. Um, uh, one more thing before I go. If – you want to support this podcast, I would appreciate it. Go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com, and use the coupon code CAPACITY to get 10% off um, supplements. So, Joel, I appreciate it, man. Um, I'll right. have you on again, of course. Absolutely. And uh, everybody else, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can, uh, look me up on Twitter, at Eric Feigl, or go to my Facebook page and check out Mission 5 Fitness on uh, Facebook also. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.